Do not be afraid. Over and over again, the Bible tells us, do not be afraid. When an angel of God appears to someone to give a message from God, the angel says, do not be afraid. When Jesus appears to His disciples after He has risen from the dead, He says to them, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. And today, as we come near the end of ordinary time, today, as we hear some things about the end of the world, the Lord says to you and to me, do not be afraid. Two weeks ago, I took a couple days of vacation and I was on the beach right before it, it got cold. And I was on the beach praying and I was worried uh, about something. As I was worried about that, as I was just telling Jesus, Lord, I'm worried about this. I, I looked up and saw, saw the water. So the waves breaking on the beach. I looked left and I looked right. And as far as I could see, there was water. I looked straight ahead and all that I could see was the vast ocean. And I had this thought, which I am convinced came from God. Bryce, I take care of the whole ocean. All that you see and all that you can't see. If I can take care of the vastness of the ocean and all the rest of the world besides that, don't you think that I can take care of you? Don't you think that I can take care of your little worries? Be not afraid. My worries are are big to me, just like the ocean. But the whole universe is the tiniest of things compared to God. Not even a thing at all compared to God. God cares about you and about me so much. He says, do not be afraid. I take care of the whole universe And I desire to take care of you. Y'all, I think that for most of us, if not all of us, the thing that most stops us from living the kind of life we want to live is fear. It might be fear of not succeeding. It might be fear of what other people are going to say. It might be all kinds of different fears. But I think for most of us, the thing that stops us from living the kind of life that we want to live is that I like, I'm afraid that I'm going to lose something if I step out in faith. I'm afraid that something in my life is going to be different than I want it to be if I step out in faith. But man, if I just stepped out in faith, I would have so much freedom and I would really be able to live the life that I want to live. I was talking to somebody the other night at the football game 
Uh, that's one of the things I love about going out in the community is I get to have these awesome conversations with like with random people uh, and see the beauty of like how people desire people like you like desire to live a full life and desire to be with the Lord. So I'm talking to somebody at the football game and this person, he says, you know, Father, I really want to live as a Christian, not just on Sundays. But every day, I really want to live as a Christian. I want to live as a Christian on Sunday. I want to live as a Christian with my family. I want to live as a Christian when I'm out in the community. I really want to live as a Christian. And I want to live as a Christian at work. And this person was was telling me that uh, at work and with other people, he said, you know, trying to do the right thing. Trying to live the kind of life like that I want to live as a Christian. Man, it's hard. Because other people, they, they pick at you for, not wanna, for, for living as a Christian. Other people, they don't want to hang around for living as a Christian. They want to be about saying words that are vulgar or that are obscene. Now, I'm not about that. So I'm out of the group. Sometimes we go in the world and sometimes the world asks us to lie. Sometimes the world asks us to cheat or sometimes the world asks us to steal. Sometimes the world asks us to deny God. Sometimes we have fear of just like making the sign of the cross in public or praying like grace at a restaurant and doing little things. Sometimes it's really hard to step away from gossip or to step away from vulgarity or to step away from, uh, from unnecessary criticism and complaining at work and we like we want to live like as Christians and but we're afraid of what might happen and this man at the football game said I'm committed I want to live as a Christian and I'm, I'm paraphrasing this conversation I'm committed I want to live as a Christian And I don't want nothing to get in my way. So let me ask you this question. If God can take care of the whole ocean, do you believe that He can take care of you? This whole series is called Home is Where Your Heart Is. He, God Himself, is preparing a place for you. Morgan City is not your home. Nor is Louisiana. Nor is the United States of America. You have been baptized. We got five babies who are going to get a new home right after this Mass. They're going to be baptized. That means your home, your destiny is in heaven. 
And if we, like we said last week, can remain focused on heaven, then we truly have nothing of which to be afraid. Whether we're turned over to to judges or to kings, whether we have to die martyrs, or whether we simply have to endure some criticism on this earth, we have a home. Place your heart there. All of this will pass away. And then all that remains, Paul says, faith, hope, and love. All this will pass away. And all that will matter is whether we chose heaven or hell. Whether we chose God or not God. I'd like to read to you a letter. Not a whole letter, but pieces of a letter. That was written between the year 130 and the year 200. We don't know the name of the person who wrote this letter. Only that he was called the disciple. And in the early days of the church, there were people who, like a lot of people today, like a lot of people that I encounter when I go to Walmart or to Rouse's, that you encounter in your daily lives and at work and at the ball field or wherever you are, these people who have questions. Why would I want to be a Christian? What's special about Christianity? What are you doing? We have people who have misconceptions about the church misconceptions about Christianity. I was at, I went to get lunch after the volleyball game in New Orleans on Friday and I ended up like talking to the clerk at the restaurant about the Bible and we ended up praying together because every, all these people have questions and in the, in the early church it was the same. They had all these questions. They had all these misconceptions. Some thought we were cannibals. Some thought we were atheists. Some thought we were bad for society. Some thought we were good for society. It was all a big mess. And so people like this disciple began to explain what we're doing. A disciple. Now you can be a disciple like that. And he said this. Christians are not different from the rest of men in nationality, speech, or customs. They follow local custom in the manner of dress, food, and way of life. In other words, hey, we're all Americans. Most of us in here. Hey, we all speak English. Hey, we all like football and hamburgers. But, The characteristic of the culture they reveal is marvelous and it must be admitted unusual. Yet we're Americans or we're citizens of whatever country in which we reside. Yes, we live in Louisiana. Yes, we are citizens of Morgan City. But our real home is in heaven. And and yes... We do like hamburgers and we do like football and we do like those things. But you know what? Our real home is in heaven. And so we're not going to eat seven hamburgers. We're going to eat one or two. We're not going to drink a case of beer. If we're over 21, you're going to drink one or two or three. We're not going to be despondent and go into a depression when the saints lose, even if it's to the Falcons. 
But we're going to but we're going to enjoy life and we're going to use it rightly. We're not even with more important things like who the governor of Louisiana is. If your candidate won or not, well that's not it's it's it is actually not the end of the world and even if it is in fact the end of the world that even doesn't matter because our home is in heaven they live each in his native land but as though they were not really at home there they share their food but not their wives they dwell on earth but they are citizens of heaven They obey laws that men make, but their lives are better than the laws. And this is my favorite part. They love all men, but are persecuted by all. They lack all things, yet in all things they are they abound. They are dishonored, yet they glory in their dishonor. They are reviled, yet they bless. They suffer insult, yet they pay respects. They do good, yet they are punished with the wicked. When they are punished, they rejoice as though they were getting more of a life in a word christians live in the world but are not of the world y'all here's the thing there's there are millions of things that you and i could be worried about and our worry and our fear cripples us some things are big some things are small Big things like who's the governor of Louisiana. Small things like whether or not the Saints beat the Buccaneers or whether LSU stays at number one or drops to number two. What if? What if we could be free? Free from our worries. Free from our anxieties? The answer is where's your heart? Where's your home? The answer is to have our hearts in heaven.